Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring president and CEO of Sneakerhead Golf Company, Connor Conkle. Connor, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's great to, you know, meet you and kind of on Zoom and kind of talk to you a little bit and chat just about you in the golf industry and stuff. Um, we'll start off the first question. Where'd you grow up? Yeah, so originally from just north of Atlanta. I like to say I'm from Atlanta, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually just uh, about 30 minutes north of, of Atlanta. Grew up there. Uh, it was an awesome place to grow up. A ton of golf courses, obviously, there too. So uh, obviously, yeah. a lot of opportunity to play the game. And uh, uh, yeah, it kind of just went from there. Yeah, awesome, man. Um, how'd you how'd you get into the game of golf yourself? Did you uh, do your parents play? Did your grandparents play? Or did you kind of do it all on your own? Yeah, my grandparents were big into the game. And my dad was a huge golf fan ever since he was in college. I won't say he was the best, but he could shoot high 70s, low 80s. And he really... Uh, really enjoyed the game and I just wanted to go out there with him once I was two or three he just set me in the cart and uh really just grew up around the game my uh, my grandparents played and my my great uncle my my grandma's brother he actually was a professional played in the uh the senior U.S. Open and all that so uh, nice. I learned a lot of the game from him too so yeah awesome. it was a yeah pretty golf oriented family you can say yeah yeah I mean that's from what it sounds like and that's nice that um, you know, I've talked to some people and they have, you know, they were the only one that played golf or, you know, they didn't really know what to do with golf. So it's nice you had a family that was kind of surrounded around golf and everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was it was an awesome experience and I, I wouldn't trade any of that for sure. So golf awesome. is a good sport to play, as, as you know, you can play it uh, year round, I guess, in Atlanta, but in some places mm-hmm. you can't. But uh, it's a sport yeah. you can play for uh, your whole life pretty much. I guess. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, it's not like football or anything, you know, you can play for just about as long as you're living, really. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so kind of talk about your high school days and stuff. Where'd you play high school at and uh, what kind of scores were you shooting in high school? Yeah, so I uh, went to a private school in Atlanta called Great Atlanta Christian School, which okay. our team was actually pretty solid. We had all five of our players went Division One at the time. Mm. Uh, and uh, we uh, we won two state championships. So awesome. it was wow. a, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a pretty solid team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some of the guys on there, uh, NC State now, Gardner-Webb, wow. uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville University, I believe. So mm-hmm. some some pretty solid players too. Wow, so, that's pretty gnarly. Wow, that's it's nice that you had a really competitive high school uh, team because I know, you know, personally myself, it was just a bunch of, you know, guys that weren't as, you know, the same level or weren't committed to the game as much. So that's nice that you're able to have that kind of atmosphere, everybody committed to wanting to play golf and stuff. Yeah, it was weird because normally, like most high schoolers, if, if you're going Division One, you play the number one or maybe two right. on your team. Yeah. I was playing the two or three on my team. And <laughs> obviously in high school, you could play with some guy who'd shoot 120 if you oh, played yeah. the three. And here I am trying to shoot around even par with this guy that can barely hit the ball. So it was just funny having to having to deal with that. But also it was it was a fun experience and I wouldn't trade it for the world. So no kidding. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. just speaks volumes of, you know, the depth you guys had and stuff. Um, so you were in high school and everything. Um, at what point did you start the recruiting process and kind of how'd you go about that? Yeah. So I started the recruiting process in probably sophomore year. And, uh, I, uh, 
got a couple small offers, I believe, end of sophomore year. Okay. I'm trying to remember exactly. End of sophomore year, possibly beginning of junior year. Maybe that's summer in between, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what the regulations were and all that, too. But yeah, uh, I got some small offers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got some small offers and ended up going to uh, a D1 school called University of South Carolina Upstate. It's mm-hmm. part of the South Carolina Feeders and all that and uh yeah it was it was good I didn't stay there long I ended up transferring just for I guess you can say personal reasons and just just the atmosphere wasn't what I was looking for going Mm -hmm. from city to small town was a big jump and uh obviously as we talked before we um I I ended up transferring to uh Trevecca University which is a division two school in Mm -hmm. pretty much the heart of Nashville I guess you can say right next to Vanderbilt so it feels more like home here for sure so that's awesome. What, um, yeah. what, what did you use to get exposure to, you know, kind of communicate with schools? Did you use an agency or did you just email coaches kind of on your own? Yeah. So I guess sophomore year, just starting the process, I would email, I emailed, I don't want to know how many coaches and yeah. just said, Hey, <laughs> at, at that point too, obviously I knew I wasn't looking for them to sign me or, or anything like that yet, but I was just, Hey, when to introduce myself, I'm interested in this, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just kept grinding. I think the biggest thing is because uh, both of my offers I ended up getting is when a coach saw me at a tournament. So out of all those emails I sent, really, obviously some people had different experiences with them, but none of them I ended up really going to. It was pretty much the the coaches that uh, reached out to me were the ones that I really wanted to go to for yeah. multiple reasons. But just the feeling of like them wanting me was pretty cool. And yeah, um, yeah, oh yeah. I think yeah, I think a lot of kids could probably relate to that too. When when a coach that you maybe not didn't reach out to come came up to me after a tournament and said, Hey, email us. We're really interested. That just gives you kind of a sort of motivation. Like, dang, they really want me here. And Mm -hmm. uh, also I wanted to play. I didn't want to go to some big division one school and be the ninth player. Exactly. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So you want to be a better player and stuff. Yeah. yeah, You want to get some playing time. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Had a couple opportunities potentially to do that, but uh, I decided to, uh, to stick with a place that I wanted to be at. I knew I wasn't going to go pro. I've always been a business oriented person. And mm-hmm. obviously we'll, we'll get into that later too. Yeah, but, of course. Uh, my, dad, uh-huh. my dad owned a business and uh, I just loved the ins and outs of that. And I thought I wanted to give it a shot too. So uh, I wanted to make sure I left time to, uh, to pursue other hobbies as well. So of course. Yeah. And it's nice to, um, I mean, of course there's nothing wrong with just going to school, you know, and doing academics and everything. But I mean, if you can play golf at the same time and get some of your schooling paid for, you know, it's just, I mean, there's no, there's nothing really better, anything else better to do, I think. For sure. For sure. And I talked to a bunch of just old guys at the club I'm a part of in Atlanta and uh, they're just so jealous. Like you go to school <laughs> from nine to 1130 and then go play golf after like, that's yeah. like ideal life for some people. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know it's, yeah, it's, I, I've had many people even tell me that too, you know, that's one of the best things to do is go to school and play golf. And um, yeah, dude, that's, that's awesome that you're able to have the opportunity to do that and everything. Um, kind of talk about your time at uh, Trevecca university and stuff and kind of how the year's gone over there. Yeah. So I was there a uh, second semester freshman year. And since then it's been awesome. Uh, Nashville is an amazing place. Obviously, it's a growing town, mm-hmm. ton of businesses here and a ton of opportunity. Even if I wasn't starting a business, I feel like there's a ton of opportunity here with, uh, I know Amazon, one of their distribution centers is coming to Amazon or coming to Nashville too. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. There's, Nashville's a fun town. You have, you have uh, Broadway and uh, a bunch of just cool atmosphere, restaurants and stuff like that, live music. And coming from Atlanta, I really wasn't a country fan, mm-hmm. country yeah. music fan. Right, but, uh, yeah. kind of have to be here. So I really grew into that, and I'm starting to really like country music all of a sudden. I never thought I'd say that. But, <laughs> uh, 
it's uh it's it's definitely starting to go up on my uh playlist for sure yeah but, uh, that's fine. yeah nashville's awesome you have the predators too uh, i never really was a hockey fan either uh-huh. yeah, again nashville's changing me but a uh, big big predators hockey fan too now so Awesome. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I was never big in a country either growing up either, but yeah, I mean, I worked on a, you know, you get around certain environments. I worked on a ranch and stuff and there was a lot of country stuff and it's like, okay, you know, you start listening to music and you like it and stuff. So, um, yeah, I relate to that a little bit. And, uh, my mom and sister, you know, they've gone to Nashville many times just to visit and, uh, they've had nothing but great things to say and they look forward to going back again someday. So that's awesome that you're yeah. able to kind of go to school there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely been great. Awesome. Sweet. How is, uh, how's your performance been, uh, just kind of individually, um, at, uh, Treveca university? Yeah. So freshman year, I would say just, I've always been probably the three to four player mm-hmm. on the team. There's been a couple really good guys. There's actually a couple guys on my freshman and sophomore team that, uh, ended up going pro. That, oh, wow. That were, yeah. So, uh, we made, Freshman year, I'm not going to remember exactly. We were probably just outside the top 25. We might have cracked it. And then sophomore mm-hmm. year, we were ranked 22nd in the nation. Wow, and, that's pretty uh, good. Yeah, so we ended up got it. We ended up going to our conference championship, winning our conference championship. And a lot of, if you're a college golfer, you know this too, you get an automatic bid, just like basketball. Yeah. You get an automatic yeah. bid to regionals, which is mm-hmm. like the first step to get to nationals. Yep. And we were probably one of the, we were a middle, low ranked team there. We weren't expected to make it at all. We ended up playing really well, made nationals, which was like a big step for Tobacco wow. first time ever and all that. So it was pretty cool. The, uh, the campus really uh, got on board with, uh, with That's us awesome. going and all that. And it was a pretty special moment for sure. And ended up actually, we were at that point, we were one of the highest ranked teams at nationals and we ended up making them. Obviously you guys are probably watching on TV too. the match play section. Uh-huh, yeah. one, obviously. Oh, so we yeah. ended up making match play. hundred percent. So at that point we're top six now. And at that point we were kind of like the Cinderella story that year and all that yeah. ended up getting, we lost by one point out of oh, the five. Wow. We lost three to two or something like that. Mm-hmm. But overall it was an amazing experience. I, like I said, I wouldn't change it for anything. It was, it was so much fun. Uh, and just to be into that moment right there, like I've never been that nervous playing around a golf for sure. I and bet. Yeah. So you're at the highest was, stage possible. Insane. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was so much fun. And uh, so our team's been pretty good this year. We brought on a lot of new guys too. It's, it's, it's been a fun experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a misconception too, I'm sure there's a bunch of D2 athletes that would back this too that there's a big jump between D1 and D2. And oh, the scores yeah. for D2, it's, and I'm sure you've probably done your research too, it's it's mm-hmm. insane how low some of these guys go. There's oh, scores yeah. under 65 out there. Mm-hmm. When shoot, if I shoot even par, I'm happy and I'm moving on to the next day. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I play for Sonoma State and we're a Division two school as well in California. And uh, yeah, it's, I, I, there's a lot of people, you know, Division one, there are a lot of good players in Division one, but yeah, there's a lot of good players in uh, Division two, even like you're kind of saying a little bit. Sure. So yeah, I, I totally relate to you a lot right there. So you kind of, you've had a lot of success uh, just with on your guys' team and everything with COVID and everything. Um, were you guys able to play this past fall or anything or kind of what does your spring look like? Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So we actually did get in a couple of tournaments. I believe we had one canceled last, uh, last semester. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were luckily enough, mostly in Nashville, which has been a hotbed for COVID. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's been pretty lucky how, uh-huh. how lucky we have been getting through the season. We've had one canceled in Florida this, uh, this semester so far, but we are planning on having a, uh, 
a season, which is awesome Good. to hear. We were all really excited for that. Uh, we have four or five tournaments lined up. Obviously, those are on right now, but as so many weird things happen yeah, this year, they're to yeah. be determined. So, mm-hmm. but things as are always changing. Awesome. Yeah, for Good. sure. Good, man. That's nice that um, I know kind of you're on the you know east coast of stuff of the United States and um, over here on the west coast, it's a lot up in the air and stuff whether we're going to um, have a season, but we're kind of going to do some scrimmage stuff and um, we're going to kind of just do a couple things. So it's nice that you guys have that set and you guys are going to be able to play, especially with it being, are you going to, is this your last semester in college? Are you going to take the extra year or what are you going to do with that? Yeah, good question. A lot of people have, and I'm the only one on my team that's not actually. I, mm-hmm. I decided with the business yeah. actually growing very well and just other opportunities elsewhere, I've had an awesome four years, and uh, it's time for me to just take that next step into mm-hmm. professional life, you can say, and all yeah. that. But like I said, it's, it's been awesome, and I can't wait uh, to cheer on the team from a, uh, a different point of view, you can say, as an alumni. So. Yeah, of course. I, I'm the same way, you know, um, there's bit, just bigger and better things in the world and, um, you know, kind of stretching out the golf career and stuff. And yeah, just getting into the kind of professional world of golf and everything like that, just industry wise. So as I introduce you and stuff, uh, you are the owner of Sneakerhead Golf Company and uh, kind of talk about that a little bit. How did that start? And, you know, how where'd you get the idea with this business? Yeah. So Sneakerhead Golf Company, it's just a range of products related around like street style sneaker heads and all that. Obviously, if you were to go to a website, you'd see a bunch of different uh, designs of head covers and apparel that would really match that theme. And like our biggest thing, and this is the big thing that we're going to do this next year is really push that like golf is for everyone and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you wear or how you want to play it. It can be your sport. Like we all know the stereotypical golfer with the collared shirt, the pleated shorts, and obviously you don't have to be that. Like you don't have to be the rich man that has to do that. There's a bunch of golf courses out there that you can play your way. And that's the big thing that we're going for. Uh, we want you to be able to wear a hoodie. If you want to wear a hoodie, we want you to be able to wear joggers and Jordans if you want yeah. to go out there and play golf. So obviously you see Jordan's uh, footwear starting to become oh, golf yeah. shoes now. Huge. And it's become oh, yeah. very popular, very popular. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think other companies are starting to see this as well, which is awesome that, uh, that golf can be for people don't fit the mold of what an old golfer used to look like. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's awesome in my opinion. And uh, I think golf will grow bigger and better because of it for sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, COVID is probably one of the biggest things to ever happen to golf. And I mean, like you said, um, so many different people are going to be playing golf and everything. And yeah, I mean, you want them to feel welcomed and everything. They don't have to be, you know, certain, um, you know, certain of status or anything like that, you know, and um, I love, you know, you were talking about golf hoodies and all that, you know, I'm all for it, man. I love, I own a couple golf hoodies myself and everything. And uh, like you said, Jordan brand is getting huge into the golf industry. So, I mean, that's perfect. I mean, you, you guys do a lot of um, Jordan products and a lot of different, you know, sports related and everything. And I mean, it's just mesh as well. Perfect for you guys. Yeah, for sure. It's uh it's been a fun process. We've actually only been open for a year and three days now. So nice. uh, awesome. it's, been, uh, it, it's been a very fast growth, mm-hmm. but uh, we are, uh, we're trying to keep up with demand on a lot of these things, but uh, it's, it's, it's been fun and I see a huge uh, 2021 coming. So big, big news coming in the near future too. So awesome, man. Um, so within creating the business and everything, um, have you, have you been a big Jordan fan your whole life? Or, I mean, kind of talk about what sparked the idea for it. Yeah, I think. Growing up in Atlanta, like going downtown a lot, like that was just big. Like we we love to dress up, and I'm not a hipster by any means. I, I don't I don't fit the mold of that. But just wearing joggers and 
wearing the hoodies and the Jordan shoes. Like that yeah. was just my style. And yeah. I think that's, that can be golf too. Like you mm-hmm. dress the way you want to, you, everyone has their own style. Everyone dresses a little differently. Uh, and you should be able to bring that to the golf course. You shouldn't have to put on a, uh, an act, I guess, when you yeah. step on the golf course and have to wear a golf shirt and pants and the whole get up, like you, sh- you should be able to, to transition your lifestyle to the golf course. And that's the big thing we, we want to provide to people and to just acknowledge that, they, hey, like be yourself out there. So. Yeah, that's a great, that's a good vision for your business and everything and the way you want to go about it. Because I mean, to welcoming people to the game of golf is, I mean, it's just going to happen nowadays with everybody trying to play and everything. So, I mean, hands, hats off to you, man. That's, you've done a great job so far. And I can't believe you've only been open for a year and three months. I mean, I remember um, we had, there was a gal on our women's team last year that, you know, she had the little Jordan head cover on her putter and everything. And I was like, Whoa, like what's that? So I looked into <laughs> it and I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. So we're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Um, speaking of kind of goals and stuff, you have a big year coming in the next year you're talking about, um, what are some of the goals for the business and stuff? And, uh, what have you learned along the way with running the business? Yeah, for sure. It's uh, a lot of trial and error to begin with. Mostly mm-hmm. first time at a business and all that. First time building websites. First time of a lot of things. And uh, being the sole owner. And we also, our biggest product right now has been our subscription service. We just mm-hmm. launched that about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And it's a great way to get a good deal on head covers, monthly apparel, monthly. That uh, obviously you get a better price, but you get a new fresh style each month. And, mm-hmm. it, and it kind of contours to how, uh, which month you're in. If it's master's month, you might get a bunch of green and yellow stuff. If it's yeah. US Open month, you might get some red, white, and blue. Christmas time came out with some awesome Christmas head covers this, this past year. So uh, those boxes will be tailored to certain uh, seasons for sure, though. And it's it's, it's been fun. And uh, that's just a whole other box of ones we opened up, but it's been a fun one. So, Yeah, that's it's so cool learning you know, people that are running businesses like that and stuff. And um, I mean, I'm sure, like you said, you're trying not to spend as much money, you know, on outsourcing certain things and stuff. And you're trying to do it all on your own. So, I mean, you're going to learn so much and it's only just going to better you for your future and everything. I mean, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's been fun and uh, a lot of growth to come. So. Yeah. Good, good, man. Um, speaking of growth and everything, um, what's been the best way to gain exposure for your brand and attract people to Sneaker at Golf Company? Yeah. Uh, word of mouth has been big. We ran an ambassador program for the longest time where we'd get people discounts, their discount codes. And that was huge for us. Uh, we wanted people to feel like it was their brand too. So yeah. people would, would want to be ambassadors and stuff. They'd, they'd buy a, a hoodie and a, a head cover and uh, go show their friends and let them use their discount code and all that I yeah. accumulate sales so they could get free stuff along the way too. And that grew very big. We've done a ton, like I said, trying to figure out how to market this thing. I uh, was a business management major. So mm-hmm. uh, I had a couple classes of marketing, but not nothing really detailed. So learning yeah. how uh, Facebook ads and Google ads work and all that yeah. has uh, become crucial. And uh, it's, it's, it's still learning. I'm still learning uh exactly how everything works but uh, it's it's been good and i've definitely taken steps in the right direction with marketing this and like i said i'm the sole owner right now but in a couple months that that is, is actually going to change and we're going to bring some guys on marketing and uh manufacturing as well so uh good uh, it's 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 definitely growing and i'm really excited to see where this goes so yeah that's got to be super exciting man and um 
I mean, I'm a, I, I'm actually a business marketing major as well. So, um, you know, kind of learning some about marketing and everything. It's really interesting stuff. And um, it's obviously a big part for companies. I mean, you got to market your company the correct way to attract, you know, yeah. the right target audience that you have. And um, so that's so awesome. And then you're talking about that ambassador program, you know, that's kind of how I saw actually a promotion on Instagram that you guys were, you know, wanting to, wanting some ambassadors, you know, to represent and promote the company. And I was like, you know what? I'll message him. So I messaged <laughs> I you guys. Say, yeah. I yes. messaged you guys. Send me, and send me your resume too. If you're a marketing major, we might need you. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Yeah. I got a, I got a LinkedIn account, man. Also I'll send it over to you, <laughs> but um, yeah. I messaged you guys for ambassador stuff and, you know, Bob is, you know, fortunate enough. You guys were, you know, wanting me to join you guys and stuff. And mm-hmm. actually my stuff is uh, it shipped out, I think a couple days ago. So it should be here pretty soon. And uh, super excited to get that stuff, man. And, you know, represent for you guys and promote it. Yeah. And, uh, appreciate you. Super, super thankful for, uh, you know, so being selected from you guys. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was, it's obviously you run a podcast too. This is a, we see this as a big opportunity for us too. So like I said earlier, thanks. Thanks for letting me come on. And it's, it's uh, definitely important that we do stuff like this too, as a company going on podcasts. And I think if you're starting any company going on podcasts, uh, reaching out to as many people as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. It just gets in more ears and more eyes. And uh, that's, that's just how you grow your company. And at my age too, like hustling is big. Like I, mm-hmm. oh, I'm yeah. only 22 years old. So yeah. I have a lot of, a lot of time left. If, and if we can grow this to be big, this could definitely be a big uh, opportunity one day. So yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And I mean, yeah, that's kind of, you know, what I'm hoping with my podcast and stuff, you know, I'm only 21 years old and there's a lot left, you know? So um, I, I relate to, you know, in a lot, a lot of ways and stuff, but I mean, obviously sneaker golf company is way bigger, but um, yeah, it's, it, I think it'll be great to have you on the podcast, talk about the company and stuff like we're doing. And um, I know a lot of people that just listen to the podcast and, you know, people that I know they're big Jordan fans. So anything that has Jordan related, you know, they're all over it. So. <laughs> You know, this, awesome. I think this will be really good for you guys and, um, you know, get the discount code for them and, you know, they'll be able to get some of your product and represent for you guys, man. That's so cool. For sure. For sure. Um, where do you see the, where do you see Sneakerhead Golf Company going in the next five years or 10 years even, you know, kind of talk about what your guys' plan is. Yeah. And I forgot to mention this too. One of the biggest things that really kickstarted us because we have, mm-hmm. we've accumulated around 20,000 followers, give or take in a year, which has been amazing. And a lot yeah. of that is granted too. We actually had an article written on golf.com about oh, golf magazine. I did see that. that. Yeah. And, and uh, that was, that was a really good starting point because that kind of get that their reach is over a million people and a ton of eyes saw that. So that yep. really kicked us off on the right, right foot obviously. And the person who reached out to me saw one of the ads. So obviously it goes back to the marketing side too. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. To answer your question though, five, 10 years, like I said, we're, we are about to close deals on manufacturing and bringing a partner on for, for marketing as well. Sweet. Uh, obviously I've, you've, you've seen our website. We're starting to do a lot of Jersey head covers, yeah, which is yep. actually one of our top selling products. Now people are yeah. sending in their maybe unused or worn out Jersey that is just sitting in their closet doing nothing. It, and it might be your favorite player. You send it to us. We'll make it into your new favorite head covers. Yeah. And they've been very popular, whether it's sending someone sending a Jordan jersey or a Kobe Lakers jersey or uh, shoot, we've done soccer, football, and you name it, we've done it. So uh, that, that's been very, very popular. And that's actually one of my favorite products. I'm a huge, I'm from Atlanta, but family's from Cincinnati. So big Reds, Bengals, and Buckeye fan. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh it's it's my I have a little red three wood cover and it's my favorite thing in the bag. So our guys and our team do a really good job with it. 
That's also, I mean, can you, can you go in depth a little bit with, I mean, how do you make the head cover? Like you get a Jersey, did you cut it up? I mean, what do you do? Like, how do you do that? It's, it's an art for sure. So I have some friends, I'm sure he wants to shout out to Ryan Seamy and he's actually about to come on board with us too. He oh, is amazing. He, he's, he's an artist and uh, he, he pretty much takes the Jersey and he can, and a lot of people, we tell them to put notes in it, like what patches you want. If you have a special Super Bowl patch on it, oh, okay, we'll make yeah. sure to put it front and center as well. Got but it. he can just, he the way he sees colors and all that, he can he can see exactly what to do with it. And uh, he's he's been uh, really, really good at him. We, have, we I don't think we've had one complaint over someone that's unhappy about their jersey, which is mm-hmm. awesome to say. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, for me, not being a uh, seamstress or trying to figure out yeah. how to sew at all. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> way over my head, but watching him do it, it's insane. So he's, he's a great guy to have on board and I see him doing a lot more of custom one-on-one pieces in the future for us too. So. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it, like whenever I first saw that, I was like, like, how do you even do that? Like, that's just so, I don't know. It's just, it's just different. I've never seen anything like it. So, I mean, Hey, that's, that's something that you guys do to differentiate yourself. So, Hey, hats off to you yeah thank you thank you it's 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 fun like i said those are one of my favorite products yeah and i know even whenever you guys like post you know the some jersey head covers like you guys had a celtic one on there the other day and people commenting oh when are they gonna be in stock it's like no this is this is custom only you know so i mean it's just gonna make people you know oh man i I need to get celtic jersey send them to you guys and all that that's just we do some small batch releases for very popular players jordan Mm -hmm. kobe stuff like that we also are doing that we're actually planning on doing a celtics release in the in, in the future for sure but uh, there's normally for the most popular teams that have a lot of fan that has a big fan base and all that. But most of our sales have been from customs that people have sent in. And people have sent in jerseys. People have sent in sweatshirts. If you have an old sweatshirt that doesn't fit anymore or has a big oh, hole in really? it, oh. you can, we, can, we can do anything. We've done baseball gloves. Talking about hard. Wow. Oh, yeah. I bet. So, yeah, I bet baseball yeah. club. Yeah. Wow. So, so they're tough, but we we've we've done we've done actually Jordan shoes. Someone sent in a shoe, which was in only one shoe, which was wow. crazy. But you should see Ryan. He 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 kills it every time. And like I said, they they turn out crazy. So any anything that can be sewn and put together, we will make into a head cover, which is which is really cool. So yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know you do sweatshirt and stuff too, man. I have to look into that. So like uh, a good idea that we've done too, if you have an old polo golf shirt, I've done this with a couple items too, that maybe doesn't fit anymore or mm-hmm. just worn out, S- send it to us. We'll put the logo front and sitter on a barrel cover potentially or, or a normal cover. And it could be a really cool one of one piece from one of your favorite clubs. So that's just night, so yeah. cool. Yeah, for sure. I didn't, man, yeah. So literally you could just send him anything, huh? <laughs> send in anything, we'll get it done for you. You send in a me. That's so cool, man. That's so cool. Um, so I got some for fun questions for you. Um, what's your favorite pair of Jordan golf shoes? Can be either uh, could be their basketball shoes or golf shoes. You know, what's your favorite yeah. pair of shoes? My favorite pair. That is so tough. I love. Okay, com- comfort wise, the Jordan fives. Jordan fives are awesome. <laughs> Jordan fives are now. Yep. The golf shoes. I love them. I love the way the Jordan 11s look, though. They're my favorite. I have I have yeah. the white and gray pair, and uh, the Jordan 1 whites that came out, they're, uh, they're definitely my favorite. For just basketball shoe and all that, that's tough. I the, Just the classic retro ones, they're hard to – yeah. if, if you're wearing jeans and a hoodie downtown, you got to go with the ones. So yeah. those, those are my favorite. 
Yeah, I would have to agree with you on the Jordan 11s, man. I, you know, just not only the golf shoes, but in general, you know, those are just such an awesome golf shoes. But yeah, it's a hard decision to make because there's so many different <laughs> pairs and colorways, man. I mean, it's just like, I, and my dad, he's a big Jordan guy. And, um, you know, kind of growing up, he got me little kids Jordan shoes even. So, I mean, yeah, Jordan's been kind of a part of our family a little bit and stuff. And um, yeah, it's just, they make some of the awesome coolest shoes in the world and then you guys make even cooler product with them. so that's awesome um what's it what's it like balancing school work playing division two golf in the companies you own i mean that's got to be kind of a lot to handle how do you how do you do that yeah it's obviously a lot to handle right now and my days are always busy i ran all over the place today we had so today we had six o'clock workouts so that was mm-hmm. a 5 a.m wake up call yeah uh did did workouts then we had a wedge at our wedge facility we had uh, practice after there then came back home uh talked with our shipping department and, and figured out what po- what boxes we had to ship out today mm-hmm. uh then we had golf practice at the golf course that we had to go to came back home had to answer a ton of dms emails people wanting to know updates on orders and stuff like that yeah. and then it's, it's, it's busy to say the least. And then I haven't even mentioned schoolwork yet. So it's, it's a lot, but I told myself going into this, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for long nights. I'm 22. Yeah. This is, this is my, my, my time to work. So exactly. obviously me graduating this year, it's going to free my time up a lot, which is going to mm-hmm. be awesome. But um, it's definitely, I'm glad I started a couple years early, like I said, with, with some of these businesses and it's, it's been awesome. So now when I am done with school, I kind of have, I feel like a little head start, which, mm-hmm. which will be nice. What other, um, I know you're, you own Sneakerhead Golf Company. What, what are some of the other businesses or, you know, kind of stuff you've, you've uh, started yeah. yourself? Yeah. So Sneakerhead has taken off. Sneakerhead is definitely our biggest business. And this is what I was going to talk to you as well with. Also have Mahalo Golf, which has kind of had to take a back seat due just to production issues and trying to keep up with the orders for Sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're pretty much sold out of stuff on Mahalo Golf Company, which is more of like a beach feel vibe with floral mm-hmm. head covers we're also going to start a service there in the near future once once we have more time to send in your own your own uh, floral beach shirt or yeah. your own type. So same idea with the sneakerhead and let Ryan kill those designs as well mm-hmm. with with making these custom head covers. We got some awesome ball markers, surfboard ball markers and bottle cap ball markers that have all, like I said, sold out right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, since we are linking with this new manufacturer and all that, I would say uh, Mahalo is about to take a, a big step forward which I'm really excited for. And then we, uh, we haven't launched it yet. We we had a pre-launch for Eastern Elk Golf Company, mm-hmm. which this is, this is, could be one of my favorite companies too. going with Ryan on board with, with, with all these as well. He, uh, he obviously, like I said, everyone's seen his work and all that. And, it, and it's insane. Eastern Elk's going to be all one-on-one products. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to all these different places, get all these cool materials and turn them into one-of-one head covers wow. that we will either auction off or we will, uh, we'll post online with like time drops and all that, but never, no cover will be alike, I guess you could say. So mm-hmm. really, really excited for Eastern Elk. Awesome, man. Well, Hey, I wish you nothing but the best, with those companies, man. And, um, I mean, just the way with Sneakerhead is going, man, I'm sure all these other ones are going to go really well. And, um, I think making the one of one head cover is such a good idea because it's kind of like, it's kind of like what Jordan golf shoes, you know, they have a limited release of shoes and everybody wants that stuff. But like with driver head covers, I know personally, 
even in college, being a college golfer, you see so many different people with different head coverage. It's like, whoa, where'd you get that? You know? So that's for sure. such a great idea. Smart idea. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a huge market and people love just the customization. People like their own that uh, is, is theirs and that uh, no one else has for sure. You see Scotty Cameron doing all these crazy head covers and all that. Yeah. And uh, we, there's just a lot of, a lot of potential with a bunch of these head covers and all that mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you're heading in the right direction, man. I think, like I said, wishing nothing but the best, um, heading to the last question here for you. Um, what's inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Any advice for people that want to get into the golf industry that you have? Yeah, I guess my biggest piece of advice, and this is for anyone, you probably have a ton of golfers on here, mm-hmm. uh, listening, yeah, obviously yeah. do what you love. And whether that is being a teaching pro, whether that's becoming your own golf company, like I decided to do, whether that's playing on the PGA tour one day, try to try to do something that you love. Cause if you have to wake up every day and do it, you want to enjoy it. Exactly. So, uh, obviously I wake up every day. So excited. What, what, what are we going to do today? What are we going to sell today? And mm-hmm. uh, how are we going to make this better today? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, a ton of opportunity in a ton of different places too. So I guess if you want to start your own company, just make sure it's something that you won't get tired of, I guess you could say. So yeah. uh, I guess that's, that's my biggest piece of advice. Yeah, I think that that's great, great advice. And um, just for myself too, I, you know, I want us to be in the golf industry and that's something I love doing. So it's almost like work is not even going to be work. You know, you like you said, you're going to wake up, you're going to enjoy doing what you do and you're going to love it day in, day out and you never get tired of it. Awesome. You're exactly right. And uh, I'm glad we both can agree on that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, Hey man, that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Donato. Connor, thank you so much for coming on, man, and being able to chat with you and uh, talk about your brand and everything, man. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Like I said, for having me on and uh, hopefully we can do this again, maybe next year at this time or something. So yeah, man. Yeah, we can. Yep. We'll see it. You know, I'm sure you guys are going to continue to grow and get even bigger. So yeah, I'd love to do that with you, man. Awesome. Appreciate you. Have a great day. All right. Sounds good. Have a good one, everybody. Hey everyone. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Just wanted to let you know that if you head over to sneakerheadgolf.com to buy some gear, use my discount code DO20, as in 2-0, to get 20% off your order anytime. They make some of the coolest and most unique golf products you'll ever see. Once again, head over to sneakerheadgolf.com and use my discount code capital DO20, as in 2-0, for 20% off your order. Have a good one. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.